Hello, hello, hello. This is Vivi Nicole with One Girl, One Mike. I am here with Two Face. <laughs> you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. I am Two Face uh, <laughs> from Detroit. I like long beach, long walks on the beach and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, just a little bit of background. I have been knowing Two Face for some time now. We work together. Mm-hmm, we used mm-hmm. to be in the same group together on the same team at work, and we had a really, really tight knit. And yeah, he's good people. Great father. Just an all around great guy. Oh, thank you. And he's actually one third of his own podcast. Yes, yes. What's yes. the name of it? Uh, Academic Probation. I love that name, Academic Probation. Yeah, so if you listen to podcasts, be sure to tune in to his podcast as well with him and two other friends. They have a great podcast that they do. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Um. So, what you got going on today, Two Face? Um. Today, no, I probably have a few hairs to cut later on. And Oh, uh, yeah, because he's a barber as well. Yeah, I cut hair. Um, mm-hmm. um, I plan on cooking later on. I'm doing this deep dish pizza that I've been doing for a while. So, Are you serious? It's like legendary? You ain't had none yet? I, I have not. I never brought none to job? No, I've had your dressing before. And let me tell y'all, that dressing, oh, my God, it was so good. So I know he can cook. I might have to bring you some tomorrow, Dan. I'll bring you some to work. Could you just bring me like a small slice? I mean, I know it may be gone because it's so legendary. No, no, no. I ain't, a, uh, I ain't invite too many people. I'm tired of people this year. <laughs> I ain't mess with nobody in 2019. Okay. So the pe- so the pizza, this is that, that sounds really, really good. You make it from scratch? Yeah. Um, actually, uh, my auntie taught me how to do it. And mm-hmm. uh, I just kind of put my own little Put your spin. own little spin yeah, on it? Put my own little spin on it. So I might, I don't know if I'm going to do a seafood mm. little pizza. Or if I'm just doing a little traditional style of Damn. Yeah. I'm hungry. That shit sound good as a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I do uh, Italian Italian um, sausage and you no know, pineapple. I'm not saying pineapples. Pepperoni and stuff mm. like that. You know, sometimes I, I actually do put pineapples in them sometimes. Though, yeah. So you're a man of all trades. You cut hair, you work, you cook. Yeah, I mean. And he handsome too, y'all. I, I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> So I'm coming fresh off of the um I had a um it the an event yesterday it was the ladies lunch no it was a ladies brunch girls lunch um women's empowerment yesterday it was really really nice um a really good friend of mine Sharice Doe she has Cheris um catering company that she um owns and she runs she put on a great event yesterday it was so many great vendors came out I got a chance to meet so many great women um, I learned a lot. They had a credit lady there. They had DMC was in the house giving out free um, health checks. It was just really, really good. Uh-oh, sorry. Oh, that's cool. It was just really, really good. That's Leisha actually calling me. Courtney, could you see if she's outside? Okay. Um, Sorry about that, y'all. This is a real podcast. Y'all know LB. That's her calling me. So, um, yeah, no, yesterday was a really, really great event. And I got a chance to meet a lot of people. Gave out my cards. Hopefully a lot of people have a lot of new followers that will um, listen to the podcast from the event. Um, yeah. Oh, I see big things in your future. Baby. I hope so. It was really, really fun. It, re- it really, really was. Oh, nice. The only thing it was missing was my friend um, Cherie. She has a um, body line out of um, like homemade body scrubs and all of that type of stuff. 
She got anything to help you grow a beard? I don't know if she have anything <laughs> to help you grow a beard, but the name of her business is Sweet Salty Body Scrubs. Oh, and nice. it is a beauty and cosmetic and personal care line. And I know for a fact that all her stuff is handmade in her kitchen. She is great. Like, she uses all her own products on herself, on her friends. You can tell her something is going on with your skin. She will come up with a remedy to fix it. Like, homemade. So, yeah. She got something for ashes because I'll be ashing in a little She Yes, if you got dry skin, yes, she, yeah, yep. Yes, I am light skinned and I'm very ashy. So. <laughs> oh, I thought light skinned people didn't get ashy. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, whatever. So today I want to talk, touch on two topics. I want to talk about, I want to start off talking about R. Kelly because R. Kelly has been all in the news, all on social media from Lifetime, six part special. Um, and then this is going to come out for Valentine's Day. So this is actually the Valentine's Day edition episode. So we'll get into the Valentine's Day stuff a little bit later. But for now, I want to talk about um, R. Kelly. So starting off talking about R. Kelly, the first thing I want to say is the most important thing here is I don't want the victims to feel like nobody cares about them and nobody wants to hear their stories. I think the victims are the most important people here. Forget R. Kelly. R. Kelly is grown. R. Kelly, you know, he got his own issues and he's a grown man. I think the most important thing is the victims. And I think that it's great that they are actually able to tell their stories. However I feel about the situation, I don't want that to go misunderstood. I don't care about the women that these things actually happen to. Now, my thing about that is that, like, okay, I, I feel... For some women, you know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Everybody's a victim, okay? And I, I feel bad that they even experienced it. But mm-hmm. some women, especially like the one, I can't remember her name for nothing, the one that used to go to his court dates and everything. Mm-hmm. And you already see what this man is, you know what I'm saying, being charged for. Mm-hmm. Instead of you, you know what I'm saying, staying away from it, you rather see head on, especially what these people have been talking about. Mm-hmm. So I, I kind of, like, I feel bad for her because she was still young, mm-hmm. but on the same thing, you know what I'm saying, same token, she's like, you already knew what was going on, and you fell right into that trap. I agree. Um, okay, so this is my this is my thing. I started listening, and I've been thinking about this a lot. So I started listening to R. Kelly when I was 12 years old in mm. seventh grade um, with him in public announcement. Oh, okay. So I fell in love with R. Kelly music at 12, which is crazy because... The lyrics were probably for me as a 12-year-old. Yeah, he was talking directly to you. Yeah. He was probably talking directly to oh, me. Yeah. So I have been in love with the music, the man, the myth since I was 12. Now, all these years later, because I ain't going to tell my age. <laughs> I'll wait for it. <laughs> all these years later, it's hard for me to it's not hard for me to separate the man from the music. Mm-hmm. Like I could do away with R. Kelly. Like I've been to enough R. Kelly shows. I don't have to ever buy tickets to see him in concert ever again. But for me to not listen to his music, I mean, but look, like cer- certain songs that you know that he's talking about these young girls on. Well, okay, so that's what happened with LB. She said her her favorite R. Kelly song came on, and she was like, "I sick to the stomach." Like, oh. Yeah. Once you listen to the lyrics, like, I do not. Like when Twelve Play came out, like I could, this, I could see that Twelve Play being about the whole look. You know, really? Man, I could see it. Look, think about it. This man had these girls trapped, basically, and all this stuff that he been talking about. You know, I do this to you, do that. Man, I think this nigga was doing it to him. 
Do the young girl. Well, sexually. But, yeah, okay, so you, uh, oh, God. Yeah. <sighs> like, step in the name of love, I still can rock with that. You can still step. What about I Believe I Can Fly? I believe That I was can. my high school. That was my graduation song when I graduated. Man. I Believe I Can Fly. His ass would have been flying if I was one of them parents. No, actually, so actually, it was my, me, my little sister, my little brother. We all graduated on the same day. That was all three of our graduation songs. I believe you know, it was I, everybody's graduation song to graduate '97. I think for like the decade from when that first came, like about a good ten years mm-hmm. when that song came out, I think I believe that was pretty much everybody's, you know, saying graduation song. Right. It, you know, saying like, and and they they made a point of that in a documentary or whatever. They uh, made a point of you know church, you know, saying church, uh, you no know, churches was singing the song. You know, yeah. Uh, funerals and things like that. Like it's a real inspirational song, man. Me, but like, but a lot of people, you know. Just based off of R. Kelly being R. Kelly, you know what I'm saying? They like, oh man, like they feel some type of way. Like, I actually like this song and this. Well, and because, okay, you have to think about it. If that song came out in 97, he married Aaliyah in like 93. Yeah. We already knew that R. Kelly was on some bullshit as far as like younger women. Well, so you have to think about it like this. So we knew the media, like it got out, this was way before social media and shit, right? right. So if it got out to the public that he married Aaliyah when she was like 14 years old, we knew the nigga was a pedophile. So that means everybody around him knew everything that was going on. Especially mm-hmm. with his role manager. The role, like, all of them. He was trash, man. Like he was trying to condone it. Like he was trying to like, well, I didn't want to, but it was okay. I His did ass need to go to jail too. Exactly. That's why I'm like, man, come on. So, so you saying that was wrong, but on the same time, same, you no, know saying same sentence. You said that you condoned it. Man, come on now. No, that's wrong. Like, so y'all already knew that he had a problem with this, and he still, but but because he was so hot and his music was so good, I think everybody turned a blind eye. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. So, and I wanted to say really, really fast too. With this all coming out, and with it just being like in everybody's faces a lot, I hope that this really allows parents to um, pay attention to their kids. Like, I know maybe in some cases there is no science to know if your child is being abused by somebody, but you know, look at their behavior. I think the kids will, you know, have a change in their behavior, mm-hmm. and you just may think your child is acting out. Maybe it's for a reason. Pay attention to your kids. Oh yeah, most please let this be, if nothing else. You know, let this be that to pay attention to your kids. Yeah, you know, and, and like you said, kids let you know every anything. You know, what I'm saying without you even saying, without them even saying anything to you. Yeah, you know, what I'm saying so. Well, like my son, like he, like it's, it's just a matter of how kids react. Like, like you know for a fact, you know when a kid's sleepy, they do all types of things. Mm-hmm. things. So you know, what I'm saying that's your sign. That's your sign. You know, for, uh, from them to let you know that he's sleepy, or you know. Or they, you know, not they feeling hungry, well. Yeah, they right. hungry, right? Things like if that. If they so, fake playing sick, they yeah. really sick. Yeah. So you like, as you, you, it's your child. You should know your child. You know, you should know everything that they do and how they do it. So come on now, you should. Everybody should have known what was going on around that time. So with after watching the documentary, it, um, I felt really, really bad. And again, because. I have been listening to R. Kelly since I was twelve. Like I say that with shame now. But I didn't have shame after knowing he was married to um, Aaliyah, knowing after all of the stuff that came out when he did the whole interview when he went to court for it and was found not guilty. I was so happy he was found not guilty because it was like, yes, I can listen to his music in peace. But I did feel really, really bad knowing that he had been molested. And it made me think about we never have the conversation of men being molested. 
That is never taken serious. We never, no one ever cares about it. I even brought this conversation up amongst a bunch of group of guys, younger men too. And they were laughing. Like, what? What, what do you mean you was molested? Yes. Molested by a girl. Like, oh, you must be gay. Like, no, like this is, like that's actually like unlocking a part of your brain at, you know, way younger that shouldn't be unlocked to sexual shit. Like, mm-hmm. so do what? Like, why don't we ever talk about men being molested? No, because they feel like, okay, you a man and, and there's no way possible a girl will be able to molest you. No, but it's, that yeah, man, Mol- no, molestation is, is this not just you no know, physical. It could be you no know, verbal. Could be you no know, say mental. So a lot of guys that don't understand it don't have that you no know, a mature mindset about it. So do you think the men that have been molested don't want to take it serious for, or they may look to be looked at as being weak? I mean, no. I mean, if I, my thing is, if you have been molested in any form by any person, you no know, saying male or female, you know, you shouldn't feel weak. You no know, saying you was taken advantage of. You know. Yeah, you shouldn't. So, right, in a in a perfect world, right, then you shouldn't. But in a real world, do you think that men don't want to talk about it? Oh, most definitely. In fear of being feeling? Most because I've, I've um, actually dated a guy who um, he, like, was, you know, we had a conversation and he was like, he was molested when he was younger by a male. He was like, I thought that would make me gay, so I was scared to talk about it for a long time. He was like, it never made me gay. He was like, I just hate him, you know what I'm saying, for doing the things that he did to me, but he never would talk about it with people be in fear of even his own question, his own sexual, like I thought it would, I would be gay. Yeah, he, he's he more so scared of judgment, like what yeah. people, what people feel or say about him, you know. Because like I said, like he didn't interact with it; it happened to him. So you know, but the mindset of people these days, man, they be like, oh well, you was a part of it, so you was gay, right? Yeah, when he it was against his will. So no, people don't really understand. I, that's it's kind of hard to talk to people these days. So, you know, so I can understand why he And I don't even think these days. I think just in days going bad. Like, I think it's grown men. I've, t- I've actually talked to a few grown men that have been, like, sexually molested by women. Or I've even talked to men that have been had sexual encounters with women way younger. And the women the women would be way older. And I'm going, like, you do know that was molestation. They're like, no, it wasn't. I enjoyed it. I'm like, that was wrong. Well, I, I guess they say you can't rape the willing. Yeah, but if the willing is like, I know guys like, oh, I started having sex when I was 10 and a girl was like 14. And I'm like, who does this? Like, this is wrong. You'd be surprised. I mean, everybody had their vice, so, you know, I don't know. So, another thing I wanted to see X is, now, I, R. Kelly is wrong. Like, I am not taking anything from him. Um, I think that he likes to um, pray on the week and he abuses his power, which is like the worst shit you could ever do. Right. Like that's just that's out of control. Do you think the parents should be able to take any type of responsibility for what happened oh. with these um, young girls? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My thing is who who Wait, let me, let me get my thoughts together real quick. <laughs> who in their right mind mm-hmm. will send 13, 14 year olds to a man house? to stay the night or whatever the case may be. Not Okay, this nigga R. Kelly, I don't give a damn who he was. I don't mm-hmm. give a damn, man. I'm not sending my daughter to no man's house, man, and I don't know shit about him or what's the hell going on. And Man, talk about the state of night, too? You got me, man. Yeah, the parents are, yeah, parents are definitely to blame. Do you think that um, it's hard for black women to assume their role and things gone wrong because their life is already hard enough. So it's hard to hold black women accountable for some things. Oh, baby. That's a good question. Actually. Um, no, but like you can't. And the reason, the reason why I say that is because 
when you say, well, why, why, why would you let your daughter go? You know, and the black mother's like, you know, I'm doing this by myself. I'm raising my kids by myself. I'm doing the best I could. I couldn't keep an eye on her at all times. You know, I'm just doing the best I could. And so now I'm the victim as well because my the daddy left and, you know, this is my situation and I have it hard enough and I need empathy as well. I mean, yeah. Okay, I understand that you were, there, there's plenty of single black moms out here that do, you know, they do their thing and they do it well. I mean, mm-hmm. But that's a different situation. That's different. Like, man, you sending this, your kid to a man that you only know through his fame. Like, you don't know him personally. You don't know what he's capable of. You don't know, you know everything that he does in his outside life. And that's and that is that is part of my frustration. And that's part of I have a lot of empathy for the girls because I feel like no one cared about them, Mm -hmm. not even their own parents. That's true. I think that their parents basically sold their kids. Like, I don't like Sparkle. How dare you actually get on a documentary and then get on the radio and promote your new music when you you knew that this man was a monster this your parents knew he was a monster when you said on the breakfast club interview that he said in front of your father that you know you look so fine to him that he want to touch himself and you 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 still went along with it why because you wanted to get your music out mm-hmm. so in exchange for getting your music out you dealt with this creep So, and again, he's dead wrong because you praying on weak. You know you have something that they want, so you use what you have to get shit out of them. That's wrong. The price of fame. Right. So then, Sparkle, then you introduce your niece to him? Mm -hmm. You already knew what you just went through, so, you know. So why are you not protecting her? She's just as much to blame as anybody else. And and I don't think her parents protected her because they basically, it's like you're selling your kids. Yeah, because they say afterwards, the guy, the dad was still playing in his band and everything like that. Yeah, for money. Yeah. So I mean, Sparkle, you you just I mean, you to me honestly, you just L B in the house. What up though? So yeah, like no, that that is my thing. It's like you you knew that this man was a monster and you still kind of put your niece in a situation and then her parents and even in R. Kelly's song, um, this last like 18 minute song he put out he was talking about like he's been molested and he can't read and everything like that he said in the song stop bringing your daughters to my concerts and putting them on stage with me stop giving your daughters to me no I actually didn't even listen to the song I like I listened to probably like the first two (laughs) minutes of it and I was like yeah I'm done well of course I did because whatever me I don't know so (laughs) just I don't know Don't, don't get me started on that so no but I agree with that. Like, he's wrong. You know he wrong. Mm-hmm. So it's my job as an adult to protect my child from the big bad wolf. Right. If nothing else. So a part of me is like, I can remember being 14, 15 years old and knowing girls that dated older men. Right. Did not make it right. No. But the, if the older man had something to offer, if the older man had money, their parents were okay with it. Yeah, because that means I ain't got to worry about coming in my pocket with it. No, Thank you. She, she's uh, she's not a burden for me anymore. Yeah. No, Somebody else is going to take care of her. Go ahead. You take care of her. I, no, I ain't got to worry about the attitude. I ain't got to worry about right. doing this. Yeah, so that's pretty much all it was. So could you imagine on, on, on a regular level of just regular hood guys, you know what I'm saying, in a neighborhood that may have a good job or maybe the local drug dealer, if he can have his pick of the 14-year-old, could you imagine what R. Kelly pickings were? 
Hanging out at the McDonald's? Oh, man, yeah. That's, that's tripping out. Like, ain't nobody, don't nobody feel that this man, hang, I mean, everybody said, oh, I don't know why he, but ain't nobody saying nothing. Like so, that. I can't, like, as, be, I was a 14-year-old girl, so it was like, okay, yeah, you you know R. Kelly hung out at that McDonald's. My mother, YC, I wish you would think you about to go anywhere, and I better not even see you hear about you talking to him. Man, R. Kelly, man, look. But at the same time, my mother would let me listen to his music. My mother actually really... <laughs> Enjoys R. Kelly's music. Just think about it. Let's say, for instance, like that was a generation like your dad, your pops, or mm-hmm. like that. And you just happen to know saying they got caught up in the middle of all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, R. Kelly probably be somewhere laid out. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm just being laid out. Let me tell you something. And the crazy part about it is not only R. Kelly, me, I would have gotten in trouble. At 14, I wish you would try to go be with some grown ass man. Sit your fast ass down. Like, I didn't understand. Like, if you really wanted your daughter that bad, bro, man. The police wouldn't have mattered. Nobody else wouldn't have mattered. Nobody but, could stop yeah, you from getting your you child. You was going to get your child. You would have been doing an interview yeah. from in jail. Man, I would have been, man, look. Man, interview me from jail. Where, why you in here? Because I um, shot up R. Kelly's house. I shot up his tour bus every from every city. I, he was in. I'm trying, man, I'm trying, <laughs> soon as, man, I'm quite sure if somebody in there, somebody coming out. And by the time they come out that damn door, I'm in that motherfucker. I'm just yeah. telling you like that. And me personally, like, like uh, look. My daughter's my everything. Yeah. You know, so anybody that knows me know I love them dog mess out of my daughter. And I'll do anything and everything mm-hmm. for her. And I don't care, man. Jail time won't mean shit as long as my daughter's safe. Right. You know, I don't I don't care about nothing but her safety and making sure that she's good. So every And not being manipulated yeah. by some grown ass man. Yeah. So every father should feel the same way I feel about my daughter. Man, money don't mean nothing to me, man. Money comes and goes, but your child, you know, say you only get that one. She yeah. Got that, she got her own personality. You'll never get one just like her. So that's my main thing yep. about it. So, man, R. Kelly probably wouldn't have made it. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah, R. Kelly is, um, I don't know. Again, this is a very, um, I don't know, the first part of this episode may be a little bit sad for me. Like, I, I feel, I feel sad. I have been listening to R. Kelly music. I have not muted his music. I, ha- I have been able to separate the man from the music. I will enjoy all of R. Kelly's music that he has already put out. I would not be supporting any new music that R. Kelly put out, and I will not go see him in concert. What? But heard, I'm sorry, though, I I, those songs is my jam. I heard they dropped them though, so who go who go pick them up? Let's wait. Let's his music's still out. He don't even own none of his masters or anything anyway. So even like supporting R. Kelly music is really not supporting him because he don't own shit no more. That's true. Yeah, that he already cool. said it. Like he signed over all his um. Um, publishing and everything so that's the reason why he tore so much because he's broke (laughs) he said that in the song but look so it's like so do I give the money to the record company like the record label trust me the people at the record label are devils too so whatever all of them I I don't feel bad for them I'm sorry I don't I really don't feel bad so in a part of me feel like I don't want to be so upset about R. Kelly now and mute R. Kelly now when we been new R. Kelly married Leah 20 years ago we should have muted him then and I respect some people that are coming out like oh I've been stopping his music 15 years ago another thing about that is that you know at the time with the Leah thing you know yeah, I ain't gonna tell my age, but I was young then, bug then. So you I were didn't, younger. I didn't. Know, anybody ask you all that? But <laughs> like, I didn't know anything of what was going on. Like, I I could see it. You no, know, I see so, it. But, so this will be a conversation for your older sisters because I'm sure they knew. Oh yeah, because you do have older siblings. I got six of them. Right. Good Lord, save me, Jesus. Right. But, so yeah. Norma, you're the youngest. I'm the youngest. I got six older sisters and one older brother. Yeah. So, no, I'm sure they know. We all knew. Nobody muted his music. We kept listening to his music. We kept listening to Aaliyah music. I think Aaliyah parents 
they knew, yeah. but they wanted R. Kelly was so hot. He was piping hot. They wanted our they wanted Aaliyah career to take off, and it did. I mean, but she already had it. I mean, I just wish she would dealt with somebody else. She did. Eventually, she did. I think maybe that was their way of getting her away from them and, you know, hooking her with Timberland. And, you know, she kind of went yeah. in a different direction, which her, is great. See what her dad did, though. Like, hold on, player. Uh-uh. We ain't having all that. Who? Aaliyah's dad. Well, her dad, her dad didn't do nothing. Eventually, at some point, he did. I mean, he didn't do nothing when he knew that that, that girl was pregnant true. by R. Kelly and everything, had a whole abortion, and married her. Yeah, I, I didn't marry part, but I didn't know she was pregnant, though. Yes. See, let's learn something new. They said on a documentary. So, uh, allegedly. Let I me just say missed, allegedly. I might use the bathroom on that part. So yeah, no, allegedly. That they said that she had an abortion, you know, and she was and she married him. And her parents knew. I'm probably too busy cut, either cussing the TV out <laughs> at the time and I missed that part or something. I don't her know. Her parents knew that her parents fall into the category of some of the other parents that just wanted fame and fortune for their child. And I think when your child have a gift or when you have a gift, people go to extreme measures to get it. This is what makes him so wrong because again you are preying on the weak right. you are preying on people that you know need something from you and you are using what you have to um you know to to do your sick shit yeah like man all these older women women your age i'm quite sure they would have just threw the booty at you they were um, they were they would throw stone. i know me come on bro. I, you know like what up kels kels was like no i need me a 14 year old girl like you are a sick person <laughs> That's 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 really crazy. Um, so I don't know. So bottom line is, R. Kelly is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm happy that the victims actually got their story out. So I don't want to use the Lifetime movie as like, oh, now nah, I want to mute R. Kelly. If this was what took them to have a platform to tell their story, right. I am so happy that they were actually able to tell their story because I think that's very important. Right. Um, so what do you think will happen to them, though? Who the girls? R. Kelly. I mean, like I I know. Oh, I think he's gonna get off. But but them them coming out, you know, I'm saying that's pretty much like. A piece of freedom. Yeah. It's a piece of it, but they'll probably get full freedom. You know what I'm saying? Depends on what happened with them, which I don't think, like you said, I don't think too much anything will happen. But he ain't got no money, though. I don't know. Broke niggas go to jail. I don't know, because I think it's a bunch of old, nah, well, I think it's a bunch of other old, sick white guys that'll probably help them have defense. Like, you know. Yeah, that's a sad. Oh, <laughs> yeah, like it's a sick ass world. It, it definitely is. Uh, anyway. Yeah. So I think the bottom line is, um, I'm still gonna listen to R. Kelly music. Hey, I still will be listening to R. Kelly music. I'm I, sorry. I ain't gonna lie. No chocolate factory was kind of hard. <laughs> come on, TP two. Kind of put. Oh man. Come on now. How you gonna get that up? Man, <laughs> man I, I am the world's greatest. Is my and then my thing is, what if all the artists that he wrote for couldn't perform his songs anymore? Oh, y'all will be hit. Like Omari, I was like, oh, I don't want to after this concert. Yeah, because if you stop performing all the shit R. Kelly wrote for y'all on this concert, y'all wouldn't have no songs to perform. Pretty much. <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't realize he wrote so many songs. Oh my God, the man is a musical genius yeah. that is sick. So he has these demons that he's fighting. He's a musical genius that have demons. Like, like, uh, and I believe everybody have demons. He is just kids. Come on, that's that's like twice over. Right? That is, that's like double whammy. Yeah, sh- like DMX is a rap genius, but his vice is crack. Yeah, that's true too. <laughs> hey, but, but when, he first, when he first came out, he just took everything. He over. was he took full what? Control. Man, man, couldn't nobody do nothing. Rapping, acting, yeah. he was doing, making. Oh my god! And now look at DMX. Yeah, man, I feel bad. So man. for us to actually witness his rise, I was there listening, buying his first CDs, and watched his whole rise. To see him now, it's like seeing the old guy that used to have money, but now he a crackhead on the corner. Oh, I seen that plenty of times. Right, you know what I'm yeah. saying? You like you be telling your kids like, man, I'm telling you that nigga used to have all. 
all of the money, all of the women, Get all it. of the everything. Yogi's like, you're right. He's asking for change at yeah. the store. I mean, everybody has their downfalls. No, it's it's just yeah. My, my thing is, it's just a matter of how you come back. And he tried to come back. He actually tried. He but, did. But you know. And so, so and it's just like with him, hearing his story and learning how somebody else turned him out on drugs, mm-hmm. it was so heartbreaking for me. Because yep. it just makes you think, like, what would his life have been like had the guy never offered him crack? Yep. Or no, not even offered him. He gave him crack and he didn't even know it was crack in it. Wow. Say so y'all got to be careful, man. Be careful so it's who like, you deal with. So it's like, what if... R. Kelly's, and now I guess allegedly his sister is the person who molested them, molested all of the brothers. Yeah, like I, I know that. Like, I never even knew R. Kelly had a sister, so that's just probably how far removed he she is from his life. No, they mentioned it early, in, like early on in the um in the documentary. Yeah, and I'm saying before the documentary, before oh, the documentary, oh. I've, I've been a fan of his since I was twelve. I never know. even knew he had a sister. I didn't know he had a brother. I mean, uh, I knew he had brothers. I knew he had a younger brother. I never knew nothing about the older brother. Yeah, I knew he had an older brother. Too. I didn't know that. I yeah, I, I never knew he had a sister though. Damn. So, just imagine what his life had been like had she never molested him. That's probably why you didn't know about it because she molested. Because she, think that's what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah. that's probably why he's she's so removed from his life because this is the person that did this crazy stuff to him. I mean that that definitely could be the cause. Well, that is, that, that does that not is excuse any of his shit. though. No, it ain't. They don't, they don't excuse it, but that definitely could be the cause of you no know, his know his, his sexual you know saying him like, yeah. just having no but come on now bro the 14 year olds that's different because story. even the music teacher was like you know the stuff that he was singing about even when he was in school she was like this is crazy like what are you doing singing about all of this crazy sexual stuff like how old is this dude again which it would have been good if he was singing about it with older women yeah he was thinking about 14 year olds uh, and I will say when it hit me like when I started thinking like okay I started listening to Carl, R. Kelly at 12 and then I was like listening to the music and I, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, oh, it's, this music is so nostalgic to me because he probably, I could relate to this shit at 12 because he was probably singing to me as a 12 year old. Yeah. I wonder how many people feel bad that they had kids off of R. Kelly music right now. None of them. <laughs> like, hold on, this, like, this whole time he was talking about 14 year old. I'm there trying to get my groove up. Right. They oh, still, man. people still having sex to R. Kelly right now. Man. You should feel bad if you are. You should. Yeah. I would still have sex to R. Kelly. Man, no. He's talking about the 14 He's not. Unit. He's not. Why he's, isn't he? He not. Why isn't he? He not. He's talking about grown men. A grown woman. He probably talking about men too. Ain't no telling what No, he he, shut up. Okay, so listen. In conclusion about the R. Kelly shit, um, if nothing else comes from the all of the um R. Kelly stuff, I hope that having people having paying more attention to their kids and believing their kids. And, you know, um, being mindful of their kids' energy around certain adults and being mindful who you leave your kids with. If nothing else, like let R. Kelly go to jail, under the jail, I don't care. But if this is the platform that you need to open up a dialogue with your kids about sexual abuse and shit like that, Mm -hmm. then let this be it. Yeah. Man, the main key thing is, man, love your kids. Put your kids first and above all things. And there's no one thing, there's not one thing, I should say, in this world, you know what I'm saying, that's more important than your kids, you know what I'm saying, than God. So that's my main thing. That's all I need to say about that. Okay. Let's move on. So, now let's get down to, um, this is the Valentine's Day edition. <laughs> Speaking of Valentine's Day, so you will not be having sex to um, R. Kelly on Valentine's Day. Oh, night. I definitely will not be. Man. You know, I'm old, I'm old school. I like you no know, Ron Isley and all of them. Ron Isley, you better not listen to none of that shit R. Kelly wrote for him then. 
R. Kelly brought. Re, I'm talking about the he old re, school. He re, uh, re, what is it called? What? Resurrected Ron Isley's whole career. I ain't talking about the res. No, I'm saying I ain't talking. What about, about him. the other one? Uncle Charlie. Uh, R. Kelly did that. Hey, dog, Charlie got some fire too, though, man. <laughs> anyway, let's get off R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So when you say you gonna listen to Ron um, Isley, it better not be. You better be that old shit I'm before R. Kelly. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, like in between the sheets and all that. Okay. Yeah, I'm talking about all right. that. Now that's some real music. Program. That's some real music. Yeah. Okay. So do you even celebrate Valentine's Day? I don't like it. I don't I don't like that. I don't like Sweetest Day. I don't like these made up holidays, man. My thing is You don't like it, but do you celebrate it? Nah, I might participate in it. You no. Know, I don't like it. Will you be buying your girlfriend a Valentine's Day gift on the fourteenth? I'll be at work. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be but, getting her a gift before I mean, you go to work? Yeah. But my, my, my biggest Valentine is my daughter. Okay, so you make sure you get your baby something. Yeah, my baby, my baby definitely gets something. No, but uh, yeah, I think that's so sweet when dads make sure that they buy their daughters, um, yeah. you know, gifts on those special but, days. But yeah, I will, I will be buying gifts and stuff for Valentine's. I, I hate it. My, my thing is, why would you take one or let's say two days out mm-hmm. of the year, you know, what I'm saying to confess your love to somebody? Man, you got three hundred sixty-five days of the year. So okay, for me, I don't celebrate Valentine's Thank Day. Thank you. Right? Oh, I don't. Yeah. But but if I was in a relationship with someone who wanted to celebrate Valentine's Day, I definitely would. It's not a big deal for me. So so in my last relationship, not in my last, like, a few relationships ago, so we didn't celebrate Valentine's Day at all. Because we did, like, a lot of stuff together, and we celebrate each other all year round. So it's been time. We have literally went into a restaurant. Like, why is it so crowded in here? <laughs> And the host like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. We're like, oh, no, we'll come back. Like, we'll just come back tomorrow. Like, let's just stop and get a carryout and take it on in because I don't want to be out in the crowds on Valentine's Day with oh, yeah. all the restaurants. Man, the, that's like the second worst day being out. Mother's Black, Day is the first. No, Black Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. That would be Black, worse. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you, Valentine's they be out. I don't care yeah. where that. Yeah. The malls, the restaurants, everything. Yeah. They be, but then at the same time, me and him have celebrated Valentine's Day. We have made reservations at a nice restaurant and went and, you know what I'm saying, kind of tough through it as well. And at the same it wasn't a deal breaker. Right. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, you know, all right, if, you know, if you want to partake in it then okay that's fine we can do that but you know me personally I, I really don't care like I don't I don't want nothing don't give me nothing I'm good you don't are, so are you saying don't get you nothing just because you don't want to get the girl something no like I, I would still give you know what I'm saying give her something and like stuff like that you know I just don't want nothing in return because I don't I don't like it I don't believe in it so, but I would feel a way if you went to the store and got your daughter like candies and a card and everything to make her feel special and then didn't get the mama nothing no I'll get the mom I'll get her mom something yeah I, like I go shopping for her you know her moms, and then uh, I'll from time to time, depending on if my mama cool, you know, if we ain't beefing, <laughs> I might get her something too, right? You know? mm-hmm. Like, I, 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 I try, but I have so many women, so like, no, mama, you ain't you would be mad a thousand gifts if you had, yeah, I got all these things on, <laughs> and then all your nieces, yeah, but oh my god, <laughs> yeah, that would be too much, man. I ain't gonna even tell you how many, oh my god. I can't so, get one something and they don't get them all, no. yeah, you can't, you might as well just don't get none of them, basically, yeah. So, much. I don't know, like, so for me. Like I said, I don't celebrate it. Like, but I will celebrate it. I will. Right? Yeah. I mean, I can't. I mean, uh, it's like because. Okay, don't get me wrong. Like my daughter, her mom. She really well. I ain't gonna say her mom, but yeah, my my significant other. I mm-hmm. Yeah, I just noticed yeah. that that went over I'm my sorry. head. I didn't. I yeah, was reading I'm, something, no, so I didn't peep that. No, because because you no, we was we was saying like her mom when I saw that kind yeah. of stuck in my head. But I'm sorry, but my significant other though. So I mm-hmm. like I give her your boo, your yeah. Valentine. Like I know she likes it. She likes Valentine's Day. So so she celebrates Valentine's yeah, Day. Yeah, she actually likes it. I mean, I I would have thought that maybe she would be like. 
Uh, you don't like it, so it's cool. We ain't got, you know. No, women are not like that. Now, I see, okay, like if we're, I'd be like, come on, let's go out and get something to eat and stuff like that, you know, cool. Yeah. I'll like, get all the gifts and the pleasantries and stuff like that. Yeah. You want to get something to eat, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like she that. She want to get dressed up, look yeah. cute, and go out with you. Yeah. Yes. I remember one year, one year, like when, like early on when we dating, uh, like sh- she had worked late or whatever. It was Valentine's Day, so I had cooked and everything made the little candle like that. Oh, that just flew out the window now. It's just like, <laughs> you know, like early on, Valentine's, everything. Like before kids yeah, and stuff, everything it was be so, all special. Yeah, they be perfect special, you know what I'm saying? Now she come home, kids running around crying, yeah. you mad. Like, look, I didn't burn the food. Don't worry about it. Leave man, me alone. Man, look, hey, you ain't got nobody that come over here and cook real quick or something like that. <laughs> but no, uh, it's like, uh, I just, like the early, like I said, the early parts of it, you know, it was cool because I never. So that was probably, So would you think that that was your best Valentine's Day gift with her? Yes. The day when you cooked. Yeah, I, I say that's the best one. But um, what was the worst? Whew, when I finally discovered that I ain't like it. When <laughs> <laughs> this shit became a headache. Hey, man, I, was, I just I just started thinking like I got older, started getting mature, and I'm saying like, man, these fools are making money. Off of one You day. woke up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I woke now. Yeah, it's hard to be woke these days. Right. You put your Malcolm X glasses yeah. on. A brother is yeah. woke now. Hey, I swear I, I, swear I felt like me. I got smarter when I put them glasses on. I swear <laughs> I You put your Malcolm X glasses yeah. on. I had them glasses for about four, four five years. Like that. Oh, man. I felt like I was the smartest thing. Like, I have arrived, my yeah, brother. Yeah. Stop letting the white man control you. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's just, it's just too much. I don't, I don't see it. So, One complete day just to make confess your love and to show a person how much you love. You got 365 Well, I think days. that just because you have 365 other days and you may confess your love the other days, if that person wants you to do why skip this day? You do it any other day. So why skip this day? If I'm into this day, then let's do it on this day as well. Okay, so what if I what if I did something special for you the week before? You still going to want something on Valentine's Day? I mean, me personally, again, I don't really celebrate Valentine's Day. So if you don't, I don't care. Man, that's a... Uh, I, see, we're going all day arguing about this. I'm trying so, to tell you. Okay, so let me say. So my, the worst Valentine's Day I ever had. Okay. Just coming out of a relationship. And I was like really messed up after this relationship. Like it was, my mind just wasn't there. So I had this friend who liked me, but he was married. So I would never date him for real because, of course, he was married. Right, right okay. So... And me never, like, hadn't been celebrating Valentine's Day in a few years with my ex. And now me and him is broke up. And I'm just kind of going through a lot. The, he the, um he invited me to lunch. And I'm like, okay, cool. So we go to lunch. I'm sitting in this restaurant. And I'm noticing that it's really crowded for a lunch crowd. And he come in with cards and, fly, and candy and, the fly, and some flowers. And I went... So I'm sitting here. I had ordered food, and then it dawned on me that today was Valentine's Day. I went, wait a minute. Today is Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. He's like, yes. I'm like, oh, no. Um, waitress, I have to box my food up. I have to get this to go. Like, I cannot be in a restaurant with a married man on Valentine's Day for lunch. Oh, yeah, you would look real bad. Like, like in the phone. middle of the day. Like, what am I doing? And I genuinely... Did not realize that it was Valentine's Day. Yeah, because when you don't care too much about it. You know, it was just another day to right. me. Mm-hmm. So the flip side of that is my best Valentine's Day, again, you know me, like I really don't celebrate. So after being single for a while, I meet this guy, and we're dating, and he celebrates Valentine's Day. And he showed me the best 
Valentine's Day. We went out to dinner. He had, you know, a gift and cards and flowers. And I will say it felt good. That's good. I mean, you deserve it, but it don't take that one day. It does not take that one day. You, um... It, it doesn't take the one day, but it did feel good. And I will say maybe social media have something to do with it. Because before when I didn't celebrate Valentine's Day, social media wasn't as big as it is now. Right, so true. now, you know, when I when I took my picture and posted on Facebook or Instagram, you know, my uh, Valentine's Day pic, it was a little bit like, oh, you know, look, y'all, I'm on a date on Valentine's Day. <laughs> as opposed to... That's Not. Why, that's why, I'm, and everybody. I think it's no. It's just be a big show off. Of. I agree. Maybe um, social media has changed a lot of people' view on a lot of things. Not only that's just something small. Yeah, I mean, and you know what? That should be a topic one day. Social media and the effect that it has on relationships and friendships. That's yes, a, that should be a good topic. That's a very good topic. Yeah, because yeah. maybe I can go on. Yeah. But so, okay, so let me ask you a question. What is a good Valentine's Day gift for somebody who does celebrate Valentine's Day? You know, whatever. We'll just assume that either both or one of the parties celebrate. They've been dating like six months. What's a good topic? I mean, what's a good gift? Oh, six months? I thought you were going to give me more time than that. No, uh, we're going to go. We're going to work our way up. Six, I mean, six months. It's still pretty early, but... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dinner is common. Wait so. a minute. Wait, wait, wait. I don't even want to start with six months because now in 2019, six months is way long. Six months is mad long, if son. Six months, they probably pregnant by then. Right. They're probably pregnant. <laughs> so let's say, okay, you met the girl. You you only known the girl maybe like a month. Okay. Ooh, baby. Uh, say about a month. Yeah. Man. What's a good gift? You ain't got no money shortages. And- and you this, good. This you in, like her. This in 2019, right? This 2019. 2019. Man, these more, they so scandalous out here, man. You know, you we ain't talking about scandalous. We talking about like a nice girl you met. You know, you know her a month. They all are nice. Valentine's Day come up. What, what's a good gift? A good gift? No, you kind of keep it simple because a month is too early to decide anything. You know what I mean? Do like, you? Would you expect for the girl to get you a gift after a month on Valentine's Day? Honestly, I wouldn't really expect it. Like, I, that is, I was, thank God. Because yeah. I would not buy, but I would, if a, if the guy celebrates Valentine's Day, right, if mm-hmm. he want to celebrate Valentine's Day, I would expect for him to take me out and do something special for me, but I definitely would not bring him a gift. I mean, you sh- you- it's like I said, a guy shouldn't really you know, because I, th- I believe, like they say, they say Valentine's Day is for the women and then you know, Sweetest Day is for the man. Sweetest Day for the man, whatever, like that. But anyway, but like you know, of course, a, a dinner. You know, say preferably if you can do it yourself. You know, just cook cook at yeah, home. Yeah, you know, because like I said, because you trying to fuck. It mean, that means that means so much more. You know, saying, would you really want to cook dinner and shit at home and and be, if you, especially if y'all haven't had sex yet? Yeah, I mean, if... Because you're trying to fuck. No, nah, I mean, that don't necessarily mean you're trying to fuck. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. I think it does. It, that, that's sure. That's what you... <laughs> but no, it is not necessarily meaning that you're trying to fuck. I mean, you just... Like, anything from the heart is way better than anything brought. You know not I mean? all the time. <laughs> no. See? Buy me something. <laughs> don't give hey, me, don't give me I mean, the... <laughs> Like, oh, this dinner was nice, but I mean, I would have took a gift. 
But so, so you expect a smash? No, I wouldn't be expecting a gift. I would not be expecting a gift. So this is going to sound crazy. So ideally for me, right, I meet a guy, Valentine's Day come up. He may want to, we just met each other. He take me off for Valentine's Day. We have a good time. He don't have to buy me a gift. If he want to celebrate Valentine's Day, we do. Then the next year coming around, when Sweetest Day come around, then I'll get him a nice Sweetest Day gift. Okay. All right. Okay, look, we're going to put it like this. Or you said the, the idea. Because okay. I would think it would be, I would look at him. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, nah, that's cool. I would say, if you would have said six months or maybe a year, I would say probably a nice vacation. But a month in, it's kind of hard to determine. Like, you don't you don't really know nobody. With you couldn't even just make dinner reservations. Like, just yeah. my new shorty I've been kicking it with. Like, I just made us some dinner. You know, I made reservations at whatever, a nice little hot new restaurant that's out. That's cool, yeah. And, and she got a Pandora bracelet by her charm. I mean, first of all, <laughs> men, stop having Pandora bracelets in 2019. Yeah, yeah, give it up. Saying. Like that, we, we don't like those. Why not? They whack. Oh, uh, Alex and Annie? Whack. Oh, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Give her an ankle bracelet. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> get something. creative. I don't know, man. But no. Um, so the reason why I said that that would be ideal for me would be, you know, for Valentine's Day to come up, we would spend it. And then we have all these holidays and then Sweetest Day. Because if I met him 30 days before Sweetest Day and he celebrated Sweetest Day and he cut into me about a Sweetest Day gift, I would think that was so fucking gay. Yeah, chop his ass in his throat. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I, though, I'm, I'm, I'm really like, I'm really like confused about how everyone likes these days. I mean, uh, like, what do you mean? Like, like, man, come on, like, you when, like, when did you become too old to be trying to celebrate Valentine's Day? Well, that's what do you so celebrating Valentine's Day can be childish. Yeah, I mean, I think that's more so like you no, know, maybe high school, you no know, type of you no, know, maybe not even that, like middle school up until middle school. Like when you pass a little gifts in class, right? You know stuff like that. You know, okay, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say middle school. I say probably, I say until you probably like twenty three, maybe. And mm-hmm. then like okay, let me move on from this crap. But what if you if single? You... What if you single? Like what if you thirty nine and single? <laughs> if you're 30, if you're 39 and single, then baby, you need to do some evaluations and stuff. Oh, like boy, <laughs> you know what? Let me on that note, we gonna stop this interview. We gonna stop this podcast. No, stop she, this episode, and just know not that February 14th, I will be stepping in the name of love. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is one girl, one mic, and I'm out. See you later, Two Face. Peace out.